Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books of Firewater podcast. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. Each week, these idiots bear cocktails with comic books. We're a drinking podcast. We're the comic book problem. If Brian gets his shit together, it'll be... No, we can just blame Brian. It's fine. Brian, it's all Brian's fault. Hey! Oh, man, that would have been brilliant. Yeah, episode 170 of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We have a small but mighty group here with us today. Uh, we are reading I, Zombie, uh, also the basis of a... Um, sorry. Okay, I want to make sure... The, my cat sat on my mouse. I want to make sure the recording kept going. Um, so, and, by, and by mouse, you mean... No, like literally the ma- magic trackpad that I have. I know, the cat kidding. sat on it, and I was like, son of a bitch. Where the hell was I? Um, yeah, so this is by uh, Chris Robinson. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Mormon artist, Mike El- Michael Allred, who also did Mad Men. And apparently, that I learned this from my shrink, also did an illustrated comic book version of the Book of Mormon that he read because he's a comic book nerd and was curious about it. And so he read the Book of Mormon in comic book form. And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. But... And he's not even in Utah, which is also strange. Uh, so we will start. We'll go alphabetical order today. So uh, we have with us Elena. No, wait. Adam's yeah. first in alphabetical order. I'm sorry. We have Adam. Sorry, Adam. We already need this Elena, so she can go first. <laughs> okay. Well, we have Elena in non-alphabetical Hi, order. Hi, everybody. I'm Elena. I'm an event manager based out of the New York, Connecticut area. Um, I have nothing else going on right now. I'm really enjoying it actually okay and then also not in alphabetical order we have mr adam hey guys this is adam i'm the uh, film editor and head film critic for big shiny robot uh, aside from that you can uh find me occasionally at our local piercing studio koi uh as well as curating our grinder scruff and tights with a z account i learned things from your boyfriend's instagram i didn't need to know about you sir but that's okay yeah that was uh we're surprised one of them is still up because we t- so have you guys played with that face app yet face app uh, which one? So it's, it's it's actually just called Face App, and what you do is you load a selfie or a picture of someone, and there's a pro version which gives you more filters. But basically, it like auto Photoshop stuff, so you can hit age and then say this is what I look like when I'm old, and it adds wrinkles mm-hmm. and liver spots, or when I'm younger. And it for me, it made me look like I was in my teenage years, and with Clark, it made me look like I'm going to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, we took a, a naughty picture of Clark, and we uh. We aged it up, and then he put it on his Instagram. Oh, and that got taken down? No, it didn't get taken down. Although, he sent his friend uh, a meme that was of the same vein, and that got like taken down from his uh, personal things. But he's gotten dick pics, and no one cares about that. I don't know. Instagram's weird. Yeah, if you do want to follow him, he is uh, Stora underscore the underscore cub, and it's A-S-T-O-R-A, which if you play Dark Souls, you know what that is. Oh, that's what it's referenced to. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's trying to become an influencer, and he's doing pretty well. He's gotten like almost 300 followers wow. in less than a month, so. Wow. Nice. Yeah. He's cool. overtaking uh, me. Well, there you go. 
Um, and completely not an influencer. Hi, I'm Brian. I'm a sound designer based out of Southern California. Um, I got promoted in my job that I can't speak about, so now I'm a lieutenant for the Evil Empire. And that's made it so that I don't have enough time at work to edit these things anymore, so I have to do it on my own time, which sucks. Um, but uh, who has a drinking game rule for this week's book that they would like to get out there? Um, I got one. Okay. So mine is called Om Nom 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 Nom. Uh, every time someone eats or drinks. Okay. Uh, mine is called Things That Go Bump in the Night. It's every time there is a horror creature, such as a zombie or a werewolf or a uh, ghost that appears, take a drink. And Lena? Uh, mine is kind of like yours. It's I'm a zombie, duh. Uh, every time you see Gwen show as a stereotypical zombie, drink. Uh, so, uh, let's jump into cocktails for this week. Um, I will, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will go first with, uh, a nail in the coffin cocktail. It is one and a half ounces of Japanese whiskey, uh, a quarter, a three quarters ounce of dry Madeira wine, a half ounce of liqueur 53, 50, yeah, 43, sorry. And a quarter of an ounce of Fernet Bronc. And you're going to garnish with saved black cardamom and it's uh the coupe glass all ingredients into a mixing glass filled with ice and stir strain into a nick and nora or a coupe glass and garnish with freshly shaved black cardamom 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 okay anyway yeah a japanese whiskey cocktail so there you go but i because she's a grave robber in this i did you know nail and coffin that's that was where i went with that so um uh, cool um, Lena, what is your uh, cocktail for this week? My cocktail is Liquid Ghost. So it's two ounces of coconut rum, one and a half ounces of white creme de cacao, um, one, I'm sorry, half teaspoon of vanilla simple syrup, and one and a half ounces of heavy cream. So add everything with ice into a cocktail shaker, shake the shit out of it, and pour it into a glass and serve immediately. Okay. And Mr. Adam... So I do have a quick story before I get into mine. Mm -hmm. So did I ever tell you my uh, Japanese whiskey tale from Sundance? No. So a, a couple years ago, we would always go to uh, up Main Street, and because we were film critics and we were you know had outlets, we would get invited to all the cool parties. Mm -hmm. So we went to one. It was for canning. So they were showing off all their their fancy cameras and this mm -hmm. and that. And of course, it's open bar. So we go up there, and um, this is when I first learned that I do like good whiskey, just not shitty mm -hmm. whiskey. Is they were uh, making these drinks, and so. It was me, Jimmy, Brooks, Shannon, and we're like, oh, this is delicious. What is this? And they're like, oh, it's from this Japanese distillery. It's a very small distillery. They do like a very small number of these whiskeys every single year. And by the way, we're so fucking happy that you said you liked it because everyone here is complaining that it's not expensive enough. Oh, wow. And we're like, we're like, oh, well, how expensive is this? We're like, oh, it's $25. I'm like, oh, a bottle. They're like, no, a shot. Shit. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, if no one likes it, I'll take a bottle home. Yeah. And they're like, you know, with a local license, they can't do that. But they're like, I was like, Are these people that fucking pretentious? And they're like, yes. <laughs> so they loved us. And then we went on the dance floor and danced like fools to like R&B and hip hop and techno. And everyone around us was like, man, we're not doing that because they're stupid. And this is Sundance. Mm -hmm. And after like half an hour, we had the whole place dancing with us. So that was <laughs> the magic of Jimmy Martin. Of course. So, um, but yeah, so my drink is called the Grave Digger. Uh, you take one ounce of Irish whiskey, two ounces of a hard cider and a splash of ginger ale. You add the first two ingredients to a rocks glass. You stir, fill with crushed ice. That's important. 
Uh, and then you top off with a ginger ale. Nice. And uh, yeah. Mr. Jason has sweet memories. Uh, it's a half ounce of dry vermouth, a half ounce of light rum, half ounce of orange caracao. You fill a mixing glass with ice cubes, add all the ingredients, stir and strain into a cocktail glass, and drink to enjoy. Because that's one of those phrases that Jason has to say every single time. Mm-hmm. Drink to enjoy, damn it. Uh, cool. Do we have any final warnings before we set people off to go read this book? Um, I would say it's PG-13-ish. Yeah. So... If you yeah, it's I mean it's not too gross or horrible. The gross stuff happens off camera. Yeah. Um. So pretty much, I think if you let your kids watch the TV show, you should be fine with this. And if I remember correctly, there are some slightly unnecessary semi-nude images that I'm sure Jason would mention. Uh, spe- uh there was like there's a scene of a woman changing, but there's a carefully placed, <laughs> artistically placed hand or uh, arm in front of the the base. Yes. So. Yeah, so I mean, there's a, there, that happens a couple times. I think there's one in a flashback. There's whatever. Jason feels the need to point those out every time, so I'm just going to warn you about that since he's not here because he's a prude, and I can say that because he's not here. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jason. I love you. <laughs> he's I'm fine. To do, Don't worry about it. Yeah, he won't listen to this. He so. might. He'll, he might. I'm gonna get an angry text. You fucker. Yeah, he'll listen to this because he's not on it. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have to experience it firsthand. He'll have to know what all the shitty things we say about him behind his back. Um, it's been a little while since I've read this. So, does, I mean, does somebody want to help me out with like just a brief summary of what this is about? It's basically about uh, a girl who is a zombie and she works as a grave digger. And then when she eats um, people's brains, she ends up getting flashbacks of their memories. Um, and she ends up getting uh, memories of this guy named Fred. And she's kind of trying to help solve his death. Am I correct in that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And she only has to eat brains yes. once a month. Uh, otherwise, she becomes like the you know the mindless zombie we know from like mm-hmm. Walking Dead and stuff. Uh, her one of her best friends is a were uh-huh. terrier, not a werewolf, were terrier. And then one of her other best friends is a ghost. And it was is it Madison Dixie or Dixon that she looks like? Oh, uh, something like that. Yeah. It's like a. It's just like a Barbie character yeah. from like the fifties or sixties because when she died back then, uh, she kind of she looked like the character, and so she's very doesn't understand um, technology that well. But she's really good friends mm-hmm. with the main character, and they go off like shakes and like it's kind of like the nice the nice part of Riverdale where they go off for burgers yeah. and shakes, and then random yeah. shit happens. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, who wants to sh- start off with their thoughts? I actually really liked it. I the part of all of this that I really enjoyed was. Um, mummy dude, and I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names with these books. I know <laughs> Gwen's name, and that's pretty much the extent of it. But the um, when he was explaining kind of what she is and how you know, and the differences between ghosts and and zombies and wear terriers, which still cracks me up. Um, <laughs> all those different pieces. I really like, I thought that was really interesting. Um, total side note, like tangent when there was a terrible, terrible Dracula movie called Dracula 2000. Oh, that was awful. That, it was God awful. Oh, it's horrible, I, but I love it's God awful, but I love I it. I love the <laughs> premise of Dracula's origin story being that he was Judas. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was so, like, you were a traitor, and this is, you're, you know, you're, you're, uh, you don't get to die and go to heaven or hell or anything. You just 
you live forever. And this is, this is what you, you know, what you became. And, and so it, it, it gave me that kind of same flashback where it was like, not that she's did anything wrong or that we know. I mean, apparently the books compared to the TV show, yeah. or at least this gives you no real backstory on her mm-hmm. and the TV show that her backstory is given it given to you in the, in the first two, like minute of the, the show. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different than, mm-hmm. <laughs> than what the book is. But um, I really liked how they, they kind of made it all that they had an explanation. So it wasn't just like there was a virus and, you know, you've got all these, you know, it's not the zombie apocalypse. It's this weird, different thing that happens with people when they die and having to do with their soul and all this stuff. So I thought that was, that was really, really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how they deal with that in the show. Cause I just watched like half of the first episode. Yeah, I remember watching the first episode. I remember the like from what I remember the first episode, it felt far more uh, procedural, like sort of like more of a cop show where she happens yeah. to be a zombie because she also works in the coroner's office, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and so that's where she gets her supply of brains is from the coroner's office. Um, so it kind of had like a chew aspect almost, but I don't think I don't think you read Chew with us, Lana. But uh, um, Adam, have you seen the TV show at all? I actually have not. So when we kind of discussed watching, you know, reading this because it was the, you know, I see it on TV thing, I was excited. But at the same time, I knew that it would be completely different than the. I, I just knew because, like, I've seen clips mm-hmm. of the TV show. So it just felt like it'd be way, way gotcha. too different. Okay. Well, cool. Well, Adam, what are your thoughts? No. So I went in kind of not really knowing what to expect. I just, I knew the premise that she eats brains. And when she does, she can uh, kind of gain the memories and thoughts, which is kind of like the, uh, the oh, what was the movie with Nicholas Holt? Was it oh, Warm Bodies? Yeah, mm, okay. start, which actually I thought was going to be a shitty, shitty movie, and then I saw it and was actually pleasantly surprised because it's kind of fun and cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so I knew that premise going in. I did no idea, and like Lena said, I love the world building when she's talking to the Egyptian guy, and he explains that you know you have the Oversoul and the Undersoul, which lives in the head and the heart respectively, and when people die, if the Oversoul remains with the body but not this, they become like a vampire or if the undersoul remains, they become a zombie and, or all this kind of fun stuff. And I thought that was really cool. Cause I didn't, I had no idea they're going to involve this really interesting mythos that mm-hmm. now I'm actually really intrigued with and want to go read more of it because, you know, I, I love world building. I'm, I'm reading the uh, Clark got me back into the Stormlight archives by Brandon Sanderson, which mm-hmm. are big, thick, heavy fantasy books that are about a thousand pages each. But the world building he does, it's pretty much going to be like his Lord of the Rings or song of ice and fire. I mean, they're, they're that uh-huh. in, in scope. So I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So I bought into it. I, I love the art. The art was kind of, it, it really did almost feel like an Archie comic and the way it was. It did, yeah. The colors. And no one seemed to care that Gwen was purple, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Uh, I, I loved the, you know, the, the were terrier called werewolf. He's like, I'm a were terrier. <laughs> and then I also enjoyed the, the plot twist that, you know, so she's going after this guy who killed the guy whose brain she eats. And she, oh, he's some serial killer. And they show, he starts out as this, weird crazy serial killer and you're like what the fuck and then you find out that this guy actually kind of through no fault of his own the guy who was killed became a bad person because of an accident like he lost the ability to control anything but his id and mm-hmm. people and doing horrible things and then you find out he's a lot like her and he kind of drops hints that you're gonna have to do more than eat brains to not lose your mind and become someone different mm-hmm. and i loved it it was, it was a lot of fun there's great world building and the best thing i can say about any book is i want to go read more 
So yeah, yeah, and I, I like the art quite a bit as well. Actually, that's one of the things that stood out to me. Um, and maybe just because like I've heard of Mike Allred and I've heard of Mad Men, but I've never actually really seen his work. One of the things I did like was the uh, sort of vintage sort of uh, like grayscale that they use sometimes in the background of things, um, like for shading, like the the dotted. I don't know what the what the term for it is, but like sort of the pixelated dotted sort of print style they have of that, which I thought was pretty fun. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I like. I mean, the relationships in here is what I think is interesting of how people get along. Um, some people like are like uh, Scott is really concerned about his roommate finding out that he's a werewolf, and then basically it's like, ah, we'll just play video games together, and you can stay indoors for one day, you know, I mean, a month and stuff like that. So I, that was pretty fun. Um, but in general, I kind of liked it. I mean, it was cute, uh, and I am interested in reading more. Um, and they do have an interesting mythos to it, but it, it, it's not necessarily. It doesn't feel like it goes insanely deep. You know what I mean? It's still a mm-hmm. fun story. Um, and maybe they go deeper in future uh, issues and things like that. But I actually, I quite liked it um, quite a bit. Um, I, th- I thought it was interesting that they had the uh, the uh, mummy guy wearing sunglasses because he looks like, um, what's his name from uh, Doom Patrol? Why am I blanking on that character? But anyway, uh, which I thought was fun as well. Those, I mean, I, in general, I quite liked it. But uh, yeah, does anybody else have anything they want to bring up? Yeah, so I really liked that when she was talking about eating like that she has to eat brains and everything that she was like, I only do it cause I have to, cause the shit mm-hmm. tastes awful. And that part cracked me up because, um, like we should combine the two most horrible tastes you can imagine, like motor oil and someone else's vomit. And you won't even yeah. come close to the level of, mm-hmm. of this level of nasty. And that like, uh-huh. It was just so interesting that she's like, I'm only doing this so that I don't, you know, that I'm like alive and still walking around. Otherwise I wouldn't be eating this shit. Like I thought yeah. that was really funny. No, it's, it is interesting. Like that. I mean, it kind of makes for more of an endearing character where it's like, you know, like, no, I don't really get any pleasure out of robbing graves and eating brains. Like this really sucks, yeah. but this is what I have to do to survive. Um, what also shows that she's willing to do what it takes to survive in the long run. So that kind of makes her character like, interesting going forward as to how far she really will have to go you know i mean and maybe where her line is well that's fine i'm interested to see where it goes with mummy dude because from the what it sounds like was he was it when the undersoul stays with the body that it becomes a zombie Mm -hmm. i think that's right so it sounds like the same thing happened oh was it uh hold on because well because what he had said to her was there were it was the undersoul and the oversoul and everything but then the two of them are different. Oh, that's that, right. They're unique. Yes. Yeah. The, the two of them are unique. Cause it's like both parts of their soul stayed with the body. And so that's it's right. this yeah, yeah, yeah. weird thing that happens and he called it the revenant. Mm-hmm. They were the revenant. So that, so they're, they're like anomalies of the afterlife piece that happens. Mm-hmm. That's right. Thank you. For, I, I wasn't hundred percent sure about that, but uh, no, I'm just interested to see because you know, he said you'll have to do whatever it takes kind of thing. And it makes me wonder, did he start out with the brain thing and then had to eventually like, you know, once a month kill someone. And it kind of goes back to, uh, I think it's another book we read, but also Dexter where like, you know, if I have to kill someone, I'm going to kill a horrible person. Yeah. Which I really can't object to because why not? Uh, Oh, it's like, it goes back to our very first episode when you asked if I was going to be a a superhero villain, who would Mm -hmm. I be? I'm like, I'd have to be like a more justice focused joker kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but no, like I, I'm, I love the mythology. And again, thank you, Elena, for reminding me what they were called. Cause I, I, for some reason I thought they were saying that she was the, 
the undersoul with the body, but then, yeah, the revenants. Uh, well, just, it was a he, good book. he like goes through the whole thing, and she's like, "So I'm a zombie." What's your point? And he was like, "No, you're not just a zombie." And mm-hmm. he goes, oh, "We are the rarest of creatures." So that that so that's why it's it. I just that I I don't know his whole speech and all of that. I just thought was so cool. <laughs> yeah, and actually, the so the one of the biggest other biggest compliment I can give a book is that you know normally when you're you know, you get to the end of a graphic novel, you're like, cool, I'm at the end, you might check and see how many pages are left, and I'm doing digital, so I don't really know where I am, mm-hmm. and I went to go turn the page to go to the next issue, and I was all excited, and then it's like, oh, here are the covers, I'm like, god damn it, I want to read more. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I actually downloaded the second volume already, because I was like, I need to see what happens. Yeah, I need to see what's on Comixology, because the first volume is, and sometimes it'll do like the first couple of them, and then, you know, get you hooked and make you pay, but... Uh, I I definitely want to read more. Well, I know Todd bought the complete run of the book in like one compendium, and it wasn't huge. Um, oh, of course he did. Well, it's because it's Todd, because he buys all <laughs> the big collections of everything. Which speaking of, because he's put the kids of uh, the people from that one comic book site through college by now. So. I'm sure he has. The problem is, is that like I'm currently moving, and uh, I uh, I ran out of long boxes of comics, so I have to move long boxes down to the new place, empty them, and then bring the boxes back so that I can pile them up in my new place, which is sort of a bummer. Oh my god. I know. I know. But <laughs> but the comics gotta come with me, man. For some reason. I'm starting to question it now. I'm like, wonder if I could get a really nice storage unit and then just line it with bookshelves and just have my little storage locker of comic books, my secret stash or something. But uh, hey my my storage unit's only thirty bucks a month and I love that. Well that's because you're in Utah. I have a storage unit that's a hundred bucks a month, but you. I know. Anyway. Hey, Southern California. Hooray. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to go else into this unless I mean, does anybody else have anything? I would say read the books before you even look at the the, the TV the show. The TV show. Because the yeah, TV they're very show different. is it's they're very different. So if you want to read it's like if you want to read one to, to watch the show. In reality, you don't have to read it to watch the show or mm-hmm. watch the show to read it. Like they're they're the same title and they say that they're based on the same things. And there might be some things that have, have some pieces kind of taken from it, but the main character's name isn't Gwen. Her name is Mm -hmm. like Ivy or something. And um, like the whole, her whole backstory, the whole premise, everything is just totally different than the book. So um, I, I'm interested to see what the show holds. I guess the last season is happening right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I I think I think that or the last season is just going to be starting in August. I don't remember what the last piece was, or if it was just ending or the last season was starting, something around August. So, um, just something to keep in mind. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I also just want to point out, completely non sequitur, I feel like a Bond villain right now because the cat is like sitting on my desk next to me. And like I feel like in like uh, like I could just sit there and like take over the world right now from my desk. Are you? Please tell me that you're stroking the cat like you were you would be if you were Bond villain. I was earlier, but now she's in an <laughs> awkward position, sitting on the other side of the desk. So I'm not doing that. But yeah. Oh, Brian. Should we jump into final grades? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I have an idea of what you're going to grade for self-contained because you both seem to want to read more. But for self-contained, what's your grade, Lena? F. <laughs> okay. Uh, Adam. I'm going to go with a C minus because this does. Actually, no, I'm, I'm with Lena. I'm going to go with an F. Fuck that. Uh, this is a great setup for what's going to come and it makes you want to read more, but there really is no closure. So, 
Yeah. Lena was right okay. as always. So, uh, well, I can't argue with that, so I'll go with an F as well because I'm not going to say that Lena was wrong, especially not after Adam said that. Uh, for, <laughs> oh snap! We're writing for Chris mm-hmm. Robinson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for writing for Chris Robinson, what is your grade, Mr. Adam? I'm going to go with the B plus. I mean, eh, A minus. Uh, this is the night of changing grades because I'm very, very tired mm-hmm. of a long day at work. Uh, no, it's, I, again, this is all about world building, and he did it in such a way where it wasn't strenuous. It wasn't like, oh, let me spend 50 pages explaining meh. It was just like, okay, mm-hmm. well, here's where it comes from. Here's what we're doing, and here's this cool world that you've never seen before. So have fun with it, and the characters seem real. I love the fact that you know with Gwen, it was like, oh, I really fucking hate eating brains. I just kind of have to. It tastes like dog shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was cool. I, I really enjoyed it, and you know, like I said, I got to the very, very end. I'm like, yay, what's the next issue? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, it's covers. So, and, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, I'm always more about the dialogue and story than the art, even though the art was fantastic, which we'll get to soon. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, a I really enjoyed it. Okay. Elena. Um, I gave it an A. I really liked the world building, like we had talked about before. Um, just the premise of all the different kind of mythical creatures that everyone was and how they become what they are and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just, I thought was so interesting that um, I just, I had to give it an A. Okay. And uh, I'll go with the pile and say, A. Uh, just roll along with that for art for Ma- uh, Michael Allred. Correct. The cat's sitting on my book. Sure, I can't see. Okay, it's, it's either Matthew or Michael. I don't remember which. I think it's Michael Allred. Um, but uh, Allred, uh, what is your grade? I'll jump in on this one. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a B plus. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it has a cool Archie kind of vibe to it. I liked some of the the vintage grading styles, gradient styles that they did with it. I think it was really fun. Uh, Lena, what is your grade? I said A minus. Um, I thought the art was really interesting. The thing I really did like that they did do with the art was when she would have like a flash from um, Fred. From Fred, when she, when he would like remember something or give her a memory, mm-hmm. that half her face went like zombie, like stereotypical yeah. zombie, mm-hmm. and but the other half stayed the way it was, where you, she would just be like her, and then the next thing you know, like half her face went zombie, and then all the, the memories would kind of pop through. I thought that was really interesting that she didn't, you know, that they made the premise of this, that she looked normal and she always looked normal, but it was, and, you know, in my thought, I'm guessing she doesn't, not half of her face doesn't just zombify out of mm-hmm. nowhere, that it's just the artist saying like something's happening mm-hmm. inside. And then you get to see what it is in the next frame or next page. But, um, I thought that was was really really interesting. So yeah, a minus. Cool, uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, a minus as well for all the things you already said. So okay, cool. Uh, so then for final overall grades, uh, what is your grade, Elena? I said A. I loved this book, and I already got the second one because I um, I want to I want to read I want to keep reading. It's oh. Really interesting. Cool, Mr. Adam. Uh, you know, actually, even though the other scores were below it, I'm going with an A as well because I had so much okay. fun with this. I want to see where it happens next. And I actually, as we were recording, because it's on Comicsology Unlimited, downloaded the second graphic novel. So, okay. Um, I'm going to be the only, I'm going to step it down just a little bit. I'm going to go with the B plus just because I really liked it, but I'm just trying to keep my grade scale compared to what I have read in other things and given A's to. So, um, I do enjoy it quite a bit. It's just, 
it's not like groundbreaking. Oh my God, you have to read it right now, but it is a definitely a fun read. Uh, and so that gives us a grand total of 3.7666666 as a GPA, which is an Yes, which is an A minus GPA, uh, which I think is accurate. So I mean, that's still a really great grade for us. Yeah. Also, um, um, just so everyone so knows. Brian, oh, good. Sorry, Lena. Oh no, I was just say, Brian, you had said that like comparatively to like other comics that you've read and everything. Mm-hmm. For anyone that doesn't read comics on like the scale that y'all do, yeah. Um, and I'm sure that not many of the people that listen to this podcast are of that. Yeah kind of breed like me where I just I don't read that many comic books um for people that aren't like psycho comic book readers or that that Uh like really get into it this is a I think this is a great book it's a good Um, introductory book probably yeah it's it actually it's a perfect entry book because it's it's interesting the art is is good the book itself is wonderful I I just think that and the storytelling is I think is fantastic so Mm -hmm. um I think it's a good entry into um into graphic novels and everything okay that's that's a good assessment of it cool anything else no i think we're good okay awesome thank you so much for joining us uh and uh please join us again next week for lucifer as we continue on our month of uh as seen on tv and uh we'll see you all later bye Bye. and oh crap there we go stop (laughs) and things